Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Mm, that's good. Have you been enjoying your Saturday? Uh, yeah, been having fun killing random people. Well, mm. not really random people, specific people. Of course, that was often Hitman. So. Okay, good. I'm, I'm really glad we established the fact that you were playing Hitman 2. Uh, hope you had a great time with that. But we have both been playing Fire Emblem Heroes over the last week, which I'm hoping, fingers crossed, you've had better luck than I have in summoning. So let's start off with some banner updates here. Adrift, running into the 21st. Before we met, the Tempest Trials banner is going to the 22nd. Corn and Kana's battle... Uh, banner goes to the 23rd. I don't know why I slipped up there. And then a new power banner goes to the 24th of November. Those are all dates in November because that's the date we are currently in. Eddie, how did you do? I'm f- I'm falling fast here, man. I don't know. Well, it's the month we're currently in, not the date specifically, although our, the date we're in is in November. But You know what the scary um, part is? Is It's going to be December before you know it, and then it's going to be yes. Christmas, and then it's not going to be Christmas, and that's going to be a bit of a bummer. Uh, yeah, that is accurate. Um, <laughs> I, I, as far as summoning went, um, I did the free summons on all of them. I uh, don't recall getting anything special off of any of those. Uh, I did, at one point, during the week get a bit of a bug under myself to get that male corn and uh finish out the dream set from the adrift banner mm-hmm. and was successful in grabbing him so that's good all five of them ah man so. i'm kind of jealous you have all five and i have zero from that well i have i have young you zero. have one yeah i do i i tried to pull from the adrift banner because i mean my my philosophy is usually like if I like the if I like the character or have some attachment to it, I, I need that version. Uh, or I try to get at least one. I sometimes cherry pick one end of each banner if I'm not like particularly attached to one character. So I was kind of pulling Corin uh, or uh, Camilla, and well, were you pulling Corin, Corin and Camilla, or Corin and Camilla? Uh, I think I think I might have been going for female Corin. Cause she, okay. I just don't like the way male corn. I don't know. Male corn is like, I played a lot of, I played a lot of, a, a little bit of all the versions of fates. So I kind of got sick of corn by the end of, <laughs> end of my time. So like okay. female corn is, is one that I haven't had a lot of, uh, you know, play time with. So, uh, but that being said, I got pity broken by Libra, a five star Libra. And, um, I just don't think I'm going to go back to that banner. It was a bit of a bummer. Like, I'm usually cool if I get Pity Broken because it's like, oh, it's a it's a five-star I may or may not have had before, but Libra's just so lame. It's just <laughs> like this weird androgynous character with an axe. I don't know. Just, it was okay. a real bummer. Okay. It's understandable if you don't go back. I mean, like, you know, like I said last week, I didn't have a strong desire to go for the male corn, which is why that week I didn't really try for him. Mm-hmm. So it's understandable. Well, I know uh, in I Discord... I got a bug to finish out the set, so... Yeah. Well, if you got three quarters, you might as well go back, but... I know I know in Discord someone said that they were going for a specific hero, and then they got pity broken, and then their ne- there's that next round they, they summon that hero, but... Yep, I believe that was Kirk. He was going for Camilla. Mm-hmm. Um, he just mentioned that he had gotten pity broken by a Carol, uh, K-A-R-E-L, who is one who I don't even understand why he's even in the five-star pool. Yeah. I don't think he was ever part of the meta, and no one really likes getting him to pop up and ruin your, uh, you know, your summon rate. Uh, yet he's still there, still being annoying. Uh, but yeah, then Kirk got lucky and got Camilla on that next one. Hmm. So well, I, I just, and I got to, you know, while we're talking about the discord, just a, a quick shout out to all the fantastic people who engage uh, with us in the discord on, I would say, I'd say a daily basis, but I would almost, I would almost like back that up and say like an hourly basis. Like that's a very active channel. If you're into Fire Emblem Heroes, you should certainly check that out. Uh, bit.ly slash TGI Discord. I, I, I'm i always watching the conversation. 
I may not respond to every message in there, but I am I am paying attention for sure, and I really appreciate everybody in there. Yes, you just have to be aware that sometimes you have to take things with a bit of salt, seeing as I was looking for a character to work on plus tenning, uh, and a couple of them, it was Whirlwind or Opera, one of them was in there going, Riss. Yeah, well, there is and a bit then, of that. Then when I said no Riss, uh, they went out with Bartra. And it's like, I took that with a grain of salt and verified. Are you just memeing for meme's sake, or are you actually serious about that one? Bar- and he was just messing around. Yeah. Well, oftentimes there there is a, there's a bit of jokes, but there is also usually some really good advice being thrown around there. I think there was some good conversation about uh, Ether Raids, which we're going to talk about a little later in the show. But uh, yeah, they're just a fantastic group. A lot of people sharing their summoning uh, rings and stuff, and we often pull little anecdotes from from the Discord and bring them on into the show. So it's a it's a it's a fun time. Uh, I'm I'm curious, Eddie, how did you how did you make out with uh, with your games this week in Fire Emblem Heroes? Did you get anything cool done? Um, been working through the Tempest Trials and the um, Ether Raids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll discuss the Etherades a bit more later. Tempest Trials, I uh, power-leveled uh, Korn and Makoto, I believe, in one group. Korn uh, Yeah, it was Korn, Makoto, um, Legendary Ike, because I had gotten a better IV Ike, and so swapped him out in Cliff. I uh, leveled that group up, currently working on a horse squad with uh, Quan, a... Exalted Krom, who I'd gotten a better IV of, uh, Legendary Erica, and Spring Katria, who, once again, I had gotten a better IV of. Um, I've got everything except for the final uh, seal, or final seal, I think, or maybe I did get that final seal. Yep, I got everything important from the Tempest Trial, so just working on capping it out and leveling up teams so that's good yeah i'm still working my way through tempest trials but i did uh i did get my young azura started to level her up and uh but i was really running through for the first like 25k with ryoma in my team he was the only bonus i had since i i have not gotten any heroes from from adrift and and honestly my my arena bonus heroes and my ether raids bonus heroes are going to be tough to come by as uh as a majority of those those heroes are adrift, so <laughs> gonna be gonna be sitting there not really catching up with a lot of folks because um, not gonna have those heroes. I'm not bitter, but uh, I did. I am enjoying Tempest Trials. Yeah, you don't you don't sound it at all. No, I don't. I'm very good at masking it. Uh, Although, if you recall, you do have one of those heroes who is part of the bonus heroes. I know, but she's so yeah. I I do. I have young Azura. She's okay. She's not like. She's not like burning down the house or anything. So I, I don't no, know. But dancers are always helpful. If True. Uh, it has been mentioned in Discord, dancers are kicking a lot of butt in, in defense. So. Yeah. Yeah. A for lot sure. of people are getting thrown over by dancer combos. So. Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a, that is a very good point. Thank you for walking me off that ledge uh let's let's uh let's go into continuing events so we can talk uh get around to talk about ether raids as well as always we got a new arena this week as well as a new blessed gardens tactics drill rival domains uh we are still continuing that first ether raid uh it's that extended one that will reset tomorrow night uh technically monday morning but uh movement type quests popped up and are running through the 19th uh, the Bound Hero Battle with Corrin and Kana, as we kind of thought it might be with the C and K initials, um, is going on till the 23rd, as is the November Orb promo going on till the 23rd. The Arena Quests are running on, uh, running, I promise I'll learn how to talk one of these days. The Arena Quests are up and running till the 29th. And the tap battle, Labyrinth of Despair, is running through the 8th of December. Good stuff, man. And we did get a calendar this week, so we've got some events to talk about. Yes, and forgot to make the note, once again, all the dates we give are based on Eastern Standard Time, or Mm -hmm. Eastern Time Zone in the U.S. 
Uh, the calendar is these days showing a day off from what we the dates we give because that is based in that is shown based in Pacific time here in at least in the US version it's shown in Pacific. Oh, so even these upcoming events dates? Yep. Okay. Well, um these upcoming oh yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Anyways, you double check and all the ones you have are correct. Oh, perfect. Well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I, I got these right. Um, these upcoming events are starting before November 24th. We have a new heroes banner plus a login bonus starting on the 21st. So we'll be able to talk about that next week. Grand conquests are returning. I can hear Eddie cheering. He's got his, his mic muted. That's why you can't hear him cheering. Uh, that starts on November 22nd. <laughs> Grand hero battle. I'm sorry, you woke me up there. What were you talking about? <laughs> Grand hero battle. Ah, uh... <laughs> uh, yes, that's coming as well. Yes, on the 23rd, probably paired with our new heroes banner. We'll we'll talk about you know some some new heroes banner uh, speculation later on in the show, and then there's heroes with focus banner. Uh, that's that they are focused on starting on the 24th of November. That's my that's my joke. Yes. That was not a good one, but it was a joke, one of many that will appear on this year episode of Summoner's Call. Uh, Eddie, let's talk about Ether Raids, because they're a thing, they've been around for a week, and probably the most significant addition to the game for the last year. I gotta, I gotta throw that out there, because I'm sure you would agree with me. Maybe you won't. Let's find out. Eddie, do you agree with me? Oh, but as you just were discussing, the Bland Conquests are such a giant hit. Well... <laughs> Yes, that is true. The biggest addition to the game since Grand Conquest. Thank you for correcting me, Eddie. You are so right. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, it's it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Cool. Um, I've been making sure to get in and um, at least knock down a minimum of 50 ether uh, from my um, pool. Uh, so I'm not losing any ether each day. Um you know, at the reset, uh, we're down to 22 hours left in this first season because it does end at 6 p.m. like uh, Arena does tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, so tonight or tomorrow, I'll go ahead and clear out my ether pool, which is kind of easy seeing as you use pretty much your daily reset just by playing once after your free play per day. So, yeah, the cost, like I said, does go up pretty quickly and is showing to be a challenge. Um, yeah. yeah, no, you're What are right. your initial thoughts on the... I think that's a good point that you brought up. The The way that the cost to jump into an Ether Raid has, has increased each time your tier goes up. I think mine is at now 33 or 32 per attempt. And that's that's about... Well, now that is only one free run and then the one paid run each day. Um, now, this is still in the first week. We haven't experienced the first reset. And what that means, that will that will refill our entire ether, um, uh, ether drops or ether energy or whatever the hell they've called it. And we'll see how that affects things. But now I'm at about, I think, tier six or seven. And yeah, it's like 32 ether to go in. So it is a it's one of those modes that they've added where... It was a lot of investment going in early. You were building, you were upgrading, you were you were attacking, you were defending. And now it's it's kind of this you go in one or two attempts, there's no daily rewards anymore and you're kind of you're kind of just maintaining, you know. Um so that's a bit of a bummer in my sense just cuz that maybe the end the end game of of this current of each season in Ether raids kind of slows down to a crawl. Um uh, it's just it, it is a bit unfortunate on that end yeah it is um i'm in tier seven as well um a couple more rounds from getting up to possibly tier eight before the end of the thing mm -hmm. uh currently at like 25 20 lift uh i think ranked 15 among my friends which is a nice little uh feature uh see you sitting back there down at rank 23 on my list yeah, the, the it is really cool to see that, but I am I am slacking. I have a lot of really good Fire Emblem hero friends. I guess they're they're ahead of me quite a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm in tier seven. I think you're in tier six, um, and it's going to be an incremental thing. And once you get to tier eleven, 
Uh, if you haven't built yourself a massive defense squad, you're going to be, uh, depending on the cost, you might be just maintaining your height every day. Maybe. Um, you get your free one every day, and then depending on how if the cost keeps going up like it is, there are going to be days where you can only do, uh, you know, a free one and maybe one extra because you only get 50 ether a day. So we'll see how that goes when it comes out. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a limited amount of additional stuff you can build each week. Yeah. Or upgrade. I, I'm really interested to see how build. I don't I don't know if I'll be able to build anything new uh, when it resets in a couple of days. Because I think the reward for the tier we're at is like maybe 60 stone. And uh, The tier you're at is 60 minus 70. If I can manage to get one more tier up, I'll get 80. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, I'll have 100 um, stones, so I can build something that I don't have that's 100 stones, potentially. Right. I mean... Uh, or, yeah, I don't know if I can upgrade anything. doesn't look like there's anything I'll be able to upgrade. I mean, that's, um, that's, that's a, you know, we're, we're describing to or three of the negatives of this mode, but like talking about the extremely positive, we've been playing Fire Emblem Heroes for almost two years. And this is the first mode they've, this is one of the first modes they've implemented. Yes. Grand Conquest really switched things up, made it a bigger map, but Ether Raids offers us the small maps we know and love, but adds upon it some new strategies with new buildings to contend with and buildings with special abilities and your ability to take out those buildings you know, as a distraction, there are traps. Um, I, I really appreciate that this is a mode that they've added new mechanics with these buildings and stuff. And I think it it makes attacking all the more interesting. And the fact that defense, like we had, a, there was a huge discussion in our Discord about, you know, building a proper defense team and people posting screenshots of their defense. And then, and then I think uh, having some of the chat room kind of, you know, say, oh, well, I can do this and this and this, and I'd be able to completely take out this this whole collection, um, I, I really do. I really do like what they've what they've added to the game with that strategic nature, right? Yeah, um, and also I did do want to note, um, according to what it said, uh, once you reach the tier where you start losing lift for getting defeated, mm-hmm. um, you will get a hundred and ten stones every week, plus the theoretically eighty stones. Uh, as long as you get in for five days. So you'll get roughly 190 stones minimum, uh, probably starting the next, uh, if not next season, the season after that. Hmm. Yeah. So. Well, that's good. I'm I'm looking forward to putting more time into it. And the fact that we're getting, well, we're getting special buildings tomorrow, I believe. Uh, yeah, we should be getting the first set of special buildings. We'll see what, if anything, they cost or what they do. Uh, hmm. They might just be items that sit there and can or cannot be destroyed. Um, you know, the fact that your fortress can't be destroyed is a interesting little tweak there. Well, you can put it somewhere so, to kind of guide people into your traps and stuff. Yep, exactly. It is useful to help limit where people can go. So. Yeah, I'm... I'm really stoked to see what they do with this mode because I think it'd be it's going to be really interesting. I think personally, um, cool. Well, anything else to say on Ether raids? I think personally, I need I need to to give it another week before I get a real, real handle on on what its future looks like. But anything else to end on? No, not not really. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it is somewhat frustrating sometimes when. Either you screw up and end up losing characters. Um, one mild frustration I have is the fact that it the number of characters you end with does affect your lift. Mm-hmm. Which I guess I can kind of see that, but it still kind of frustrates me. You know? Yeah. A lot of my lift has been... My lift progression has been affected by my inability to keep my heroes alive. So I have noticed that as well. Um mm-hmm. It kind of goes back to the original strategy of Fire Emblem. When you lose characters, you you feel it. So it is a bit of an incentive to not go in guns blazing. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And you can't be too cautious because you only have seven turns. 
Uh, sometimes you have to give up those ether resources that you're hunting for. Yeah, for sure. Well, we will certainly tune back in in the coming weeks to talk more about Ether Raids. This is a big mode, and uh, I think expanded impressions are required. So we will revisit shortly. Uh, let's move over to Summoner's Focus, where the uh, Discord and Straw Poll have chosen our Hero of Focus, which is Faye from Fire Emblem Echo Echoes. Uh, yes. Eddie, this is a pretty this is this is an interesting one because Celica was kind of winning throughout the the week and i think we did a last minute push to say like hey get your last minute votes in and Faye kind of kind of had an upset Faye here leaped ahead yep uh the queen of unrequited love Faye is a character exclusive to echoes uh she was not in the original gaiden uh she start uh she's a villager with alm cliff tobin and gray and she did meet celica when uh she was there as a young child um it's shown early on that she, I think even in the uh, prologue, which shows them as young children, that she has a heavy crush on Alm. Uh, and Alm does not feel the same way. He cares for her, but only as a friend. Uh, and she does pretty much hold on to that throughout the entire game. Um, you can recruit her with Alm at the start. Uh, when you're heading out, she is easy, easy to recruit. And there's a nice way to get an extra healer early on, or you can make her a Pegasus Knight, a Mage, or, or you know, I think there was one other thing on top of those. But uh, So if you choose to, you can make her another healer for you. Uh, if you choose not to recruit her with Alm, she can be recruited by Celica at the end of Act 2. So, yeah, that's a bit about uh, Faye. Um What's your personal experience with her, Ryan? You know, I thought I had Faye. I thought when we were choosing this list, I'm like, yeah, Faye sounds great. I have Faye and, and Faye's a hero that I would love to know more about. And uh, it turns out I actually don't have Faye for, because she's a healer in uh, in the main game. And I just like, and for the whole she week. She be a healer, mage, or pegasus. But she starts right, as a but... healer, right? And uh, she starts as a villager, same as all the others in that level three. Right. She okay. gets to evolve, but she has a far more limited because uh, Gaiden is still one of the games that um, had gender restrictions on certain classes. So Faye was always a weird one in uh, Heroes because she's an archer in Heroes, but she's not allowed to be an archer in Echoes. Right. So I guess I was, yeah, and and I always have this confusion with Faye. So I thought I had her because she was a healer in Echoes, and I se- I seem to have a lot of the healers. And for some reason, I also assumed that she was, uh, she she was she was demoted to four stars, but she's a five star exclusive. So I don't know. I don't. I do not have her, so I have no personal experience with her other than she looks cool. Yeah, I don't have a ton of experience with her. I did get her on her her original banner. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I did not get her on her original banner, but did eventually get her. Um, her fire sweep bow is kind of interesting. It can be a challenge when you forget about it, or useful when you do remember it. Uh, but I haven't done a ton with her other than get her to level 40. Uh, her preferred IVs, if you do have her, uh, are attack, and uh, that's her boon. Her bane is speed. And her neutral stats are resistance, HP, and defense. I'm assuming her attack. Most archers are probably going to favor attack, right? So that checks probably. out. Probably. Um, do you know so, what your what your uh, IVs are on your Fey, or is it just a? Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay. Um, you don't really use her. You got her yeah. to forty, and you moved on, right? So. Um, Pretty much. So. And and the build that the uh, game press suggests as the optimal build is an Andy ranged tank build. Why don't we run through uh, yep. this? Do you want to change her bow into a guard bow? Which you're uh, already which not I... on board with. We've gone over this a lot. You don't you don't like swapping out weapons. I, I don't like swapping out weapons because more or less the cost. Um, it's just you know, I, I have a I'm currently trying to get all my four star heroes up to five star and uh five star level 40 before i start uh you know and maybe working on a couple 
10 plus 10 projects before I start worrying about how to, um, or worrying about spending the feathers to level someone up or tossing out a five star just to change a weapon. It's not that I don't like doing it. I just, you know, it's such a high cost in my mind that I tend not to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, I think I've done, did it with, uh, might have done it with Lissa or considered doing it with Lissa. But oh, on yeah. that, I generally, you know, it's when I do a five star project, I will consider swapping out the weapon. Right. But, but a guard bow uh, defense, where are you getting that from? Is it, is it, a, it uh, usually that these is builds off are... of Setsuna? Right. Oh, that's not uh, too essentially, bad. Essentially, Setsuna's Setsuna is one of the weird ones. Uh, with her refineries, she starts with, uh, what is it again? A, a, a assassin's bow. Uh, then that bow can be refined or evolved into a guard bow, and then you can upgrade the guard bow again into a defense with a defense refinery. So. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you need to give her a Setsuna with Assassin spell. Then you should be able to refine that into a Guard Bow. That's not too bad. You gotta, you gotta have some Setsunas so. laying around, right? Haven't played the game. Oh uh, yeah, Setsuna's a four-star, three-four-star hero, so she should. She's easy to get. If um, you know, if you have the spare feathers to go ahead and get her to level five, so you can give her give the Assassin Bow plus. Mm-hmm. And then you can refine from there. Cool. And then uh, her assist is drawback, just a maneuvering skill to to bring people back. Um, yeah, just a basic movement assist skill, drawback, uh, alternative reposition. There's various four stars that have that, so that's not that hard to get. You know, Moonbow, I mean, another various, pretty but... standard special you're going to be throwing around. You probably got... You probably keep a, 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 a nice set of combat manuals with some of these specials. Yep. Know, uh, they combat. recommend Distant Defense 3 for your A-slot skill. It's oh, an alternate that's... of Fury. That's got to be expensive. Distant Defense 3 sounds expensive. Uh, Fury's uh, usual Hinata, so he's not. that one's not too expensive. Uh, but yeah, Distant, def- Distant Defense is a 5-star only, car- only skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can get it off of a uh, Garon. So I uh, might have to have him five-star to get it off of him. I don't know for sure. Oh, now with the hero specify. trails, it might be... Or not hero trails. What are they? The hero chalices. The uh, hero grails. Grails. Yeah. <laughs> the hero trails, everyone. Let's go march down the hero trail. No, it's grails. Oh. Uh, yeah, with yep. the hero grails, it might be a little bit easier to do this now for fodder and stuff. Uh, yeah. It actually doesn't show what level it uh, unlocks at, so he might have it at just about any level. Well, there you go. Uh, the Cancel Affinity, there is an unlocks at 4-star, which is Jamke. Uh, but once again, that's a. I think he was a... He was I think a, he was a Grand Hero character as well. Yeah, so another one where you could probably use the one use where your, Quan came out, yeah. Yeah, you could use your Hero Grails there, because the rest are 5-star, and they're like... Legendary Rob and oh Mathilda, you could probably up probably have tons of Mathildas. It's probably not Mathilda, is it? It's, it's Matilda. The H is silent. Am I just? Am I making? Should I stop That's talking? That's how I usually hear it pronounced. But M- Mathilda. To each their own. Mathilda. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even had cold medicine yet. This is great. Okay, Panic Ploy three as a C spell. Uh, this one's gonna get to you. Wow, this one's an expensive one. Five stars, uh, Volter, which you could probably get through the hero. Uh, hero Grails as well. Zelgius, uh, Garon again has this one as well. Oh, uh, yeah, look at that. Luke or, Luke or Zelgius. Um, Luke? Why am I okay. reading this? It's really weird. It, it reads, it shows unlocks at five star, but usually it breaks down the rest of them. So Luke must just be like, hey, man, you got Luke, you're good. But he's only obtainable yeah, at five stars. Yeah, but usually it lists it off of unlocks at four stars, if yeah. it can unlock it. I don't know. Really weird. I think the website stars. might be trying to figure out Default how to... unlocks at five stars, so there's no note on when Luke learns it, um, so... Well, he's only obtainable Luke at five stars. Luke would star. have it. 
Is he? I thought he had, comes out at four star. I was just looking Maybe at Maybe he is only five star. Well, um, either way, your seal you're going to want to go with is, is a quick repose three. Now, obviously, we, we break down what spells you're you're going to be, or what skills and stuff you're going to be setting, but the alongside the build comes with a whole descriptor of a, of a why you should do it. Um, but all in all, you're the one with Fey. Does this encourage you to, do you have like a go-to archer, or do you feel like maybe you could probably boost Fey a little bit with this build and get her out there? Um... I could consider it, but I really tend not to use archers. Uh, period. I tend to. Well, I don't build a ton of. I don't. <laughs> I don't build a ton of spare teams, so I really have my one team with Lissa and a couple others. So it's kind of a case of, yeah, I don't really use archers because I'm mostly just using Lissa. Ah, so. when in doubt, let's set out, right? Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Um, well, I if I did have Faye, I might think about using this build. It doesn't seem like a very expensive build, especially with Hero Grails now and trying to tap into that. But um... well, you also got to consider if the Grand Hero doesn't Grand Hero Battle character does not get it at four star. Um, you're going to have to spend 20,000 feathers to upgrade them still. True. It's cheaper in that you don't have to spend orbs, but you also do have to wait uh, two or three weeks to get enough, if not more, depending on how many times you've summoned that hero through the grails, uh, to get enough grails to get them as well. No, that is very... And, and we only have 200 grails at this time, so... You start with 200, and um, if you use them, you... That one character is worth cost even more, mm -hmm. and you're getting maybe 30, 40 grails, depending on what rank you're at. Not a uh, whole maybe lot. Maybe a little more, maybe more, but I'd have to double check through all that stuff to figure out exactly how much you're likely to get, depending on your rankings, but... Well, I've already I've I've only got a hundred grails because I already got a hundred bookmarked to get back my Everso when she gets added to uh to the yeah, and I grabbed myself a Garon because I needed him because yeah. I accidentally manualed him. Yeah. So, story of our lives. Well, uh, next time on Summoner's Focus, we're going to be taking suggestions from the Discord before we build our straw poll, so you can get in there and suggest heroes from Path of Radiance. So uh, look forward to that. Now, this might not be a game that uh, Intelligent Systems is interested in, uh, including in banners, but hey, here at the Summoner's Call, we're balanced. <laughs> uh, they're interested in including you on banners. They're just waiting until, like, February or March of next year. Could you imagine as, like, an April Fool's joke, we just did fates every week in April just to kind of screw with people? But now we can't because I said it out loud. I'm going to edit this out. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to edit it out. Joke is ruined. <laughs> um, <laughs> edit. Who edits? Um, game Club. What are we doing? Not this week. We can't do Game Club this week. I don't know, Eddie. Have you have you touched uh, Shadow Dragon? working on Shadow Dragon, trying to get to Chapter 16. Mm -hmm. um, Ryan made some promises for himself. Yeah, I, I kind of thought not, I could drag you down Did not me. involved. Did not get involved in that because I know myself and yeah, I haven't made any progress this past week. I will try and make some progress. I think uh, the one night I was planning to, I just distracted myself with something else for some reason or just right. couldn't bring myself to load it up. And since Thursday night at midnight, I've been kind of distracted by my Switch, so... Yeah, and uh, yeah, Pokemon, man, that's such a good game. Um, here's the thing: when you were talking on Discord about like uh, about not you know, I about the packs and stuff, and I was kind of thinking like, hmm, I could jump into Discord here and kind of be a little a, a little disappointed because it was kind of it's kind of. But then I realized like, you know what? He is right. He didn't say anything, and I kind of opened my big mouth. Uh, and I personally haven't been hitting our targets as well, so. Um, I will amend said pact and say, yes, Eddie is on his own. He will do what he can, and so will I. Um, I think 16 from 13 is totally manageable in the next week. 
Yeah. Um, part part of the issue, especially why I didn't agree to the pact last week, is mm-hmm. that I'm back at eleven, and you said twelve itself was such a long grind for you that even if I had gotten in, I'm not sure I would get far enough, quick enough to get there. They're all long maps. So. I think. I think now we're at the point where they're all long maps. So. Um, yep. Even if we were, that's why behind. I was fully expecting to eventually get to the point in these games where we might be doing only one chapter a week, or one yeah one chapter a week. I Two just weeks. didn't expect to get myself so far behind so early for that. Well, we will hopefully be able to hit chapter sixteen, but uh, do not be surprised, folks, if we have to uh, rewind that a little bit. But there's no harm in that. We will. Uh, I think my goal, my personal goal for Game Club, is that. Um, I don't want to hold off when Three Houses comes out, but I also don't want to have a large gap of no game club between between Shadow Dragon and Three Houses, but I also don't want to end a game club halfway through when Three Houses comes out, because we're going to want to talk about it. Um, well, I think as long as we're in the last two or three weeks of a game, of a game for mm-hmm. Game Club... Uh, that could be good. Gives us a couple weeks to um, play around in three houses at our own pace. True. And then we can start it, either start it over or, you know, go from there and figure out where we are for it when we, you know, give everyone a bit of time to see what they think of the game before we start doing game club and yeah. discussing it. I wonder if maybe Three Houses will 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 not be a game club, but will be sort of an Elt Realm discussion where we just talk about our that impressions as opposed to deep could diving. Could be a possibility. We uh, started off just by with an Elt Realm uh, discussion for it, and then eventually later on do it as a game club. Yeah, I, I'd be down for that. I mean, I'd be interested to hear what people think in the Discord. Certainly, uh, let us know what you would like us to do. We have lots of time to decide. Uh, personally. Yeah, I know as that as we still don't have a date. Yeah, we we still don't know that, so it's kind of hard to plan plan that far out. But I do know that when Smash Brothers comes out, it's probably going to be making some appearances on the show due to all of its uh, fancy Fire Emblem featuring, which we will talk a bit about later. I- Ike's always been one of my favorite characters in Smash Brothers, so I'd cool. definitely be playing around with him some. Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of, let's go ahead and hop over to Outrealm Gate here before we go into speculation. Yes. Uh, and discuss some more of those um, spirits that are going to be showing up. Spooky spirits, Eddie? Ah, uh, depends on how you want to view them. Uh, they do look kind of spooky when they're roaming around in those uh, cutscenes for the single player mode. They so. do look a little lost and spooky. Uh, yep. So. <laughs> yep. I'm moving on. What? <laughs> I don't know what else to say there, so... I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, there are two characters from the Blazing Blade game, uh, or Fire Emblem, as it is best known here. Uh, Ella Wood was spotted, uh, a primary spirit, but unknown group. Uh, it's shown him as uh, a spirit attached to Roy, I guess, during yeah. a battle. Kicking so... Bowser's butt. Um, and also from Blazing Blade, we have Nino, uh, shown to be a support spirit, uh, with what seems to call itself undamaged attack up. Uh, so I guess that indicates the, um, if you haven't been damaged, she increases your attack, I would guess, maybe, mm-hmm. or increases the primary spirit's attack. I uh, don't know for sure, but. Uh, she's shown being attached to some random WarioWare character. So. It's interesting. A lot of the characters that they have listed here. Um, the other ones, uh, Sacred Stones. You've got uh, Erica. Uh, I closed the tab. I was just, I was loading all the images, but you got Sacred Stones. You got Erica, yeah. who's a primary uh, shield. Yep. Yeah. So she appears to be just listed in in the uh, in the collection screen, and the, the, again, the, using the original art. So obviously, there is only original art for this game, but it 
it just it it looks so cool being well, part of this heroes game. art for the characters too oh they're actually using but... fire emblem heroes art do you think no so far they're they're using the original arts yeah. for the characters but there is heroes art as an option if they didn't want to use it or if they oh, have I see. multiple versions of certain spirits they might go ahead and do but it makes sense that they're kind of using original art because it's the way it's storyline of them seems to be set up true you know um ephraim appears to be uh another primary spirit three stars but we're uh, unknown what his power or effect would be um and then there's lion or leon is it leon or lion i've always gone with leon but it could be lion i uh, i see that he's uh um, yeah, there's an arrow pointing in this image from a chest with lady legs uh, that appears to be pointing at Leon. That's really creepy. Yes. Just going to throw that out there. Lady Lakes? Did I miss something? Did you click on the image? Oh, yeah, you're right. There's is that a not the creepiest chest thing? with Lady Legs. Uh, <laughs> the arrow's pointing at Leon. The chest with Lady Legs is just another random spirit in that thing. No, but she has an arrow. But She's the way it looks... Arrow. Yeah, the way it looks, it looks like the chest with Lady Legs is pointing at Leon. Uh, and okay. the final one we're going to go and discuss today is one of the more abnormal ones or far further out. Deeper Cuts is the better way to phrase it. It is a character from uh, the uh, Fire Emblem and Shin Megami Tensei uh, crossover game, Tokyo, mm-hmm. Mirage Ses- Tokyo Mirage Sessions number FE, or I've heard it called Sharp FE. Yeah. Uh, Subasa. I'm guessing it's Subasa because I'm guessing you don't say that T. Yeah, Subasa. Uh, so, yeah, her picture is some looks like a schoolgirl, pretty much. Yeah, that game looks like did a Japanese schoolgirl. Which I never played that game specifically. I've played one of the Shin Megami Tensei games, mm-hmm. and it often is like you're a knight or paladin at a school for knights or paladins or something like that. Yeah. It, it was a weird game series, and that crossover, the videos I've seen make, were even weirder. Yeah, <laughs> you were like, you, you went to school, but there was a lot of pop music and stuff. Yeah. Like, it was so. kind of like a, it was like a talent show, and when Fire, I never played it, I was tempted to pick it up a couple times, but I never really got a chance, um, and I'm sure there are people who have, who have played it that are listening to the show, but I believe a lot of the Fire Emblem heroes that did show up looked very different than what they looked like uh, in our game. Yeah, that was one of the reasons I never really got too interested in picking up. Like I said, I had played some Shin, Shin Megami Tensei and enjoyed it, even though it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was watching these videos. It's saying it's supposed to be a Fire Emblem crossover. I'm looking at this video. I'm like, no one in there seems to be from Fire Emblem that I can tell. <laughs> and I've since seen some images of people who are supposed to be the fire emblem characters in there and it's like that looks i never would have guessed that if you didn't tell me that was supposedly them yeah so i never picked it up but um i know uh, people who did like it loved it uh i also remember when they originally unveiled that game it looked like straight up a fire emblem game and uh they they walked that back pretty hard like it was it was unveiled early early on in the wii u days they had to because uh there was just not a lot going on in those days but then when it finally came out it looked nothing like like look up the original trailer for it it's it's uh it's pretty shocking um the difference between the two games and and usually shin megami tensei is a darker game uh the ones i played i played four i think on the 3ds and it's not a it's it's not what you would expect these two games to smash together and look like that now now if it was a persona crossover you could maybe you could maybe come to that conclusion because it does a little more colorful and bright and stuff but yeah it uh it was it was surprising to say the least as as a fan of fire emblem to not get a game on the wii u bit of a bummer bit of a bummer yeah. uh okay well let's uh let's go back here and, and look at speculation corner because we have a new banner coming out on the 21st of november which is not too far away from now and uh we don't know anything about what is going to be happening. So let's speculate here. Eddie, you, you have, have thoughts? No, no hint on what it's going to be, mm-hmm. other than we know, uh, according to uh, 
IS that it will not be uh, Binding Blade or Path of Radiance since we've gotten dates for the next set of heroes with them. Um, so could be just about anyone, anything. Um, with the Seleph and Julia uh, Bound Hero Battle Revival, some are spe speculating it might be a Jug Drawl or Genealogy banner. Oh, yeah. Um, part of me is hoping for an Echoes banner because I don't think we've had an actual Echoes banner in a while. We Since had Cliff in the Brave Redux, but oh, you that's know, true. I don't think that we've had an actual Echoes banner. And with Celica winning and Cliff coming up in the um, you know, Farfetch'd Heroes, Brave Redux Heroes, I mean, it shows it's somewhat popular. So it would be nice to have some more Echoes characters, but it's been a while since we've had them. Yeah, we haven't had a strong focus on Echoes in quite a while. Um, I, I also right. feel like Echoes would be nice. I could see us getting an Awakenings banner, but definitely not yep. Fates. I think that Fates is going to take a bit of a break. I mean, the Adrift uh, yeah, banner was Fates. Probably not Fates. I wouldn't say definitely, because you never know what they're going to be. But Adrift True. banner was Fates, so it's highly unlikely could be awakening and i would not complain about another lissa never would no uh just like i'm sure you wouldn't complain about another lynn if we got a blazing blade banner well but, I, w I wonder if uh, yeah it'll be interesting to see what we get and i think yeah, blazing blade um, would be cool there is a forging bonds connected with this banner okay uh or it will probably be connected with the banner it starts a week after the banner starts, so uh, it might not be. might be something completely new, which might be interesting. Uh, but there is a Forging Bonds going from the 27th through December 11th. Mm -hmm. Or 28th through the 12th. Sorry, forgot to adjust the dates there. And the Grand Hero Battle, probably connected with this banner as well, right? Grand Hero Battle is probably connected with the banner. And it could be that it's like the Brave Redux, where it's three on the banner, one on the Garen Hero, and they're all involved in the forging bonds. I kind of like that dynamic. Yeah. It grew on me yep. after, after the, I mean, the, the intro to I, the forging bonds was not pleasant, yeah, to say I, the least. I kind of, I've kind of come to the opinion that I'd like the three hero banners over the four hero banners. Uh, for no other fact, uh, no other reason than the fact that they only seem to ever, ever demote one hero from the banners therefore three heroes means the five star pool is filling up slower yeah you got there uh no that's so. a really good point and, and with the fact that we have so many heroes in this game now um i'm fine with them introducing less heroes and giving yep. giving more of them away so the fact that they give one they give one quarter of of this new banner away is kind of nice to to us players who are collecting a lot of these heroes and have been pumping money into the game. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I don't think it'll be fates. It could be awakening. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that it'll, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a nice new introduction to some new heroes. Do you feel like it might be like a weird side thing? Like a drift was where it was, it was technically new heroes, but, or was it new heroes? Those, those aren't special heroes, are they? They're new heroes. No, they're new heroes. They're yeah. going to be in the rest of the pool. So do uh, you if I feel... I guess one that's going to be demoted from there, uh, one of the corns probably. Yeah. I guess my question is, like, do you feel like we'll get another side banner where it's not just, like, straight up, hey, here's three new heroes straight up ripped from a game? Um, or do you think we're going to get... Like, are they going to keep doing these weird adrift banners because they've, they've mined fates so many times that they need to do alts? It's possible. Um, it's hard to say. Uh, we'll find out when the video comes out and whether or not it's another paralog. Um, or what... I guess it's got to be another paralog. So I kind of feel like it might be another um, weird side banner like the Adrift banner was. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, the Adrift banner was a Fates banner because it was all Fates characters. It was just a weird side situation so it might be a weird side situation where it's not all one game where it could be another uh brave redux style banner where it is multiple games 
or Fallen Heroes banner where it's multiple games. I uh, really don't know it, but you know we're kind of until they until chap book three comes out. I think we're kind of in a, in a stalling pattern um, as far as actual uh, chapters that come out with the game with the uh, banners. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, um, you know, there's there's speculation that we might see uh, another Fey channel before the month is out, or at the very least, early December, as as this banner ends. Well, early December, and there's nothing on the calendar yep. past December third. Well, as usual, the banner or the calendar goes up till the uh, beginning of December. December sixth is the last um, event shown on the calendar, with a new set of three heroes quests. Um, and we don't know what's going on after that. That's not uncommon. Uh, but yeah, with the new heroes that are coming out on the 21st, ending on the 11th, uh, it is hopeful. I don't want to say safe, but hopeful that that indicates that, um, book three should be coming out on the 11th. Cool. That or they're going to do another stalling pattern for book before book three starts oh we know book three is coming in december so uh we know it's coming in december but they didn't specify when in december they could wait till late december for all we know uh yeah hoping not i hope not they could because i mean that could really impact their their holiday uh banners with christmas and uh and new year's but we shall certainly see um if you have any thoughts on what the next banner will be certainly sound off in discord or send us an email we would really look forward to that we'll read your your thoughts on the show and if you're right you get a gold star if you're wrong uh i don't know you don't you you get a gold star anyways because you wrote in thank you very much visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fey email the show fey at gamersinpodcast.com check out the fire Emblem channel in the gamers in discord at bit.ly slash tgi discord Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself and our Murphy, Eddie at Dralfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's gonna do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. Summoner's Call episode 39. We're almost 40. Are we like gonna be those people who are 39 forever? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>